Welcome to the Level Up Your Gym podcast. I'm your host, Joe Hashi, and today we're going to talk about how you can attract members, develop yourself, and especially, to on today's episode, build your team at your fitness facility. As always, you have access to our free resources at levelupyourgym.com. That resource is a free video to your inbox every morning. It's three to five minutes long, and it's like a getting a gym business masterclass right in your inbox for free, so you might as well claim it at levelupyourgym.com. Today's episode is dedicated to Heather. I've had a great opportunity to consult with Heather and her husband. They own New York Sport and Fitness. But even before that, I had an opportunity to attend their facility. It is the midway point between myself and my friend Jim Smith uh, from the Diesel Crew where he lives. We would meet there and he would run us through some workouts and uh, thanks to Smitty for introducing us, but we'd go out there, and I was always amazed at the facilities. They were beautiful, they were clean, they had semi-private training, they had open gym, they had classes, they had a lot going on. And since then, they've added another facility, and Heather specifically has a great emotional attachment to her facility and doing what's right for herself and her team. I've really admired how she's led her team through the COVID situation and her staff and being able to control her mindset and deal with all this stuff as a gym owner is very admirable. So shout out to Heather. And I know they have a staff there. And a couple of weeks ago, another member, Andrew, from our inner circle asked me about developing staff. So I'm gonna go old school on you today. I'm gonna to give you some very tactical but engaging ways to get your staff to pay attention and engage in their education. The first one is one of my favorites. We do it with our staff. I've done it as a high school teacher before, and I do it with my kids. This is popsicle stick, popsicle stick game, if I can say it, popsicle stick game. So we have these frequently asked questions as gym owners that we want our full staff to respond in the exact same way. Now you should do this if you have one staff member or 20 staff members. You should do this if you have no staff members. You should start writing this stuff down so you know that there's a system behind what you often get asked. For example, if someone comes in and they say, how are you guys different than CrossFit? Well, you should have a standard answer for that. Someone comes in and says, well, what do you, what do, you do here? Well, you should have your one-liner, standard answer for that. How do I sign up? You should have your standard answer for that. Well, I just signed up, what do I do now? These are all common frequently asked questions that if you don't train yourself and your staff to answer in the same way, you're gonna get you're gonna get tongue-tied just like I am right now on them, and you're gonna end up not getting the same results, and it's not gonna be repeatable. The most important part of this is you want everything to be uniform between you and your staff in a repeatable way. And whether you're again a sole operator, you're gonna to have to answer these questions on multiple occasions. So you need to practice. You need to get your answers down. Don't just wing it. Here's how you practice. Number one on my list today is the popsicle stick question game. So what you do is you get those big fat popsicle sticks from like your AC Moore or just Amazon it, and you write your frequently asked question on it. You drop it in a jar. Do a bunch of those so you have your frequently asked question jar. During a team meeting, it's a warm-up activity. You say, all right, we're going to go around real quick. Grab a lunch, pull it out. The frequently asked question to Holly is, how are you different than CrossFit? And then she would answer. For us, she would give the answer that CrossFit does the workout of the day. We're gonna meet you where you're at, go over your own personal goals and guide you through a session that's most appropriate for you and your fitness level. 
So I want to make sure our staff is never talking negatively about anyone else, quickly pivots back to what we can do, and then emphasize one of our uniques, which is our own personal training in a group setting approach. So we need to practice that. If someone gets asked that, they could go off and say, well, they use workouts of the day and, uh, you know, they do too heavy and they get hurt and, you know, they could start spewing stuff that you don't believe in, but they've read somewhere online and get you in trouble. So practice that. The next one they pull out, after the first session, they might ask, what can I expect now? Or what happens now? Say, oh, and then I call on someone in the staff meeting, maybe Dylan, and Dylan will say, from here, I'm gonna write down when you wanna come in for your next session. I'm also gonna send you our online scheduling link, but just in case, if you have any issues online, we're going to do it pen and paper now. That way, when you come in, we can do it together. So you schedule their next session for them. He writes it down, and he sends them their scheduling links so they know how to schedule their sessions in the future. But if that scheduling link gets them any issues or it ends up in their spam folder, they show up at their next session anyways, knowing and expecting that we'll solve their problem then. So we got that popsicle stick game. And at the end of that, we have some blank ones in there too, some wild card ones, but we'll ask, have you been asked a question more than once that we should add? And the staff can contribute to that game by sharing some of their questions. You write them on the popsicle stick, drop them in the jar for next time. Amazing way to warm up your staff's mind and do something in a non, hey, you need to memorize this kind of way. It's a game, you do a couple each time and it'll add up versus trying to get them to memorize everything all at once. Number two, emotional charades. This is a game, a communication game I picked up from a childhood psychologist that I use with my three sons. I want them to develop social skills and their ability to read people in situations. You need to do that yourself and you need your staff to be able to do it. So emotional charades, you'll pick five or six characteristics and they'll either have to act them out or identify what you're acting out. For example, it could be confused. So you'll, you'll go into a, when your exercise space and you'll start doing something and you'll look confused and you, you'll ask the staff member, what emotion is this person feeling? And they'll say, hopefully confused. And then what can you do about, oh, I can position myself closer. And then I could ask them, uh, or it gives them some positive feedback if they're doing it right. Or I can make a small coaching cue. Or I can simply ask them how that's feeling so they're not felt like they're put on the spot just with a, not like asked, hey, are you, are you, you're not doing that right. So emotional charades, confusion would be a good one. Uh, I'm in pain might be one that you put down in the sign. Happy, sad, all this stuff might sound like a silly game, angry, uh, uncomfortable, um, distracted. All these could be emotions that your staff needs to read at a high level. Now this isn't the stuff you'll learn anywhere else where say, well, you know, you've got to use this kind of sit back on your heels, coaching cued. You know, that stuff's not going to solve all the training problems that you're going to come across. After training over 10,000 people and running just so many sessions in the last 12 years, a lot of times you're going to get people that come into your gym that are emotional. You're doing a disservice if you're not meeting them where they're at and identifying how they're feeling and doing your best to navigate that situation. Now, you're not a trained psychologist by any means, but you need your staff to know if someone's feeling confused, that you don't give them a harder, more complicated exercise next. They need to simplify things in their next exercise. If someone's feeling distracted, 
they should be able to identify that and again simplify things if someone's feeling unchallenged like bored might be a good one that you you have someone act out and identify their next exercise might spice it up a little bit and if you have a rapport with that person it might be an exercise that you know that they like so you can engage them again play emotional charades with your staff and they will become all stars compared to other places at gyms that just talk sets and reps last one team building exercise that we've liked to do here is a communication ex exercise again it's like a warm-up for a team meeting but what we do is we'll do it often in the fall because people have our, our gym hoodies on they'll flip it around backwards they'll put their hood on so they can't see anything they'll go out to a flat section of our gym we have this turf space so we'll lay down foam rollers and um, mats and benches and everything and they'll go at one end and they'll have a teammate stand on the sideline. They'll have to navigate that person through the maze of items and off the other side through just listening and communicating because their hood's up backwards. They can't see anything. Uh, the person going through the maze can't see anything. And we've had a lot of fun with warming up with this game. We've had one where we'd go through the maze, and at the end they had to get um, – the person going through the maze had to be communicated on where a band was. They had to pick the band up, and then they had to aim it and fire it and knock over a foam roller with the band. Silly game to warm them up though, but have that staff team building smile. It might only take five minutes. Yeah, there's a little bit of communication pieces to it and it's not as valuable as probably the first two, the question and answer or the emotional charades, but you might need just something to, to separate their busy lives and their outside world into coming into learning and educating what you need them, need them to do at work. So there are three ways where you can help develop your staff. Two of them you can work on yourself. First, absolutely start working on standard answers to frequently asked questions and rehearse them. You can certainly do emotional charades with your family. They might be better at it than you think. And then once you get your team, you can work on some communication and fun team building activities like today's example. And now that we're wrapping up the podcast, head over to levelupyourgym.com get on the free video series. You might as well start claiming the free business masterclass sent to your inbox every morning on us.